Welcome to the Property Wealth and Business Podcast. This podcast is to connect with those with a dream. Join us as we sit down and I personally share my personal story of how I was an Uber driver and I became a portfolio millionaire. The aim of this podcast is to inspire, motivate and help educate individuals who are looking to build wealth and to have the right type of mindset to creating wealth. We're going to be sitting down with many business experts around the property industry. Each guest will be providing lessons learned through practical advice on how anyone looking to creating a better life for themselves through property, mostly those who desire the mindset of abundance, the shift that is required to take them from where they are now to where they want to be. My name is Daniel Moses. I'm the founder of Property Wealth Brand, and I welcome you to our brand new podcast. Hey, ladies and gents, hope you're well. On this episode, I sit down with Steve Mill, a marketing and sales specialist, helping entrepreneurs generate sales income in their business. Now, Steve Mills, I know during the course of this interview, we talked about individuals he's helped generate sales from around about a million to about 40 million pounds in sales within 12 months. So make sure if you're an entrepreneur, you're looking to getting started, you're a brand new property investor, make sure you take a lot of notes. Uh, as Steve Mill will be sharing a little of tips and nuggets on how you can go from zero to generating massive um, income in your business. Maybe if you want to do 40 million, enjoy the episode. So welcome to another edition of today's podcast, the Property Wealth and Business Podcast with myself, Daniel Moses, where we talk about all things money, mindset, and how to scale and grow your business. And especially using the mindset, you know, to, to get your business off the ground. One of the things that holds a lot of people back is the mindset. And I always say this, you get the mindset right, you get every other thing right in your business. So super excited and fired up to be with a business expert today, Mr. Steve Mills, uh, who I met a couple of months back and we've had uh, conversations around business, around even LinkedIn strategies and how he's able to help a lot of individuals gain massive results. So without further ado, I want to introduce to you my guest, Steve, welcome to the Property Wealth and Business Podcast today. Uh, thank you. And it's great to be here. Really looking forward to spending some time and discussing how to create more wealth ultimately. Absolutely. So Steve, for those who don't know you, what is it that you do and who are you and how did your journey get started? Okay. Well, my journey got started in a really weird way, actually. I uh, I used to be, years ago, an international sportsman. I played my sport of table tennis or ping pong, as some people call it, an international level. I did that professionally for over 10 years. And I think that what that gave me was, as you suggest, a certain mindset, you know, an attitude that I think when you're at the top in any sport, it's all about how can you be the best? How can you get that extra inch out of yourself and what you do? And, you know, how can you, you know, turn near wins into wins and, yeah. and gradually raise your game? So that was, I think, how I started. 
when I finished working in table tennis, I thought, right, what am I going to do now? You know, I left school, didn't have any qualifications, no university or anything like that. And I just came at it with the same attitude. I thought, right, if I'm going to be good at something, what do I enjoy? And I knew because at table tennis, it's tough to make a living. As you can imagine, it's not golf or football where, you know, you make a fortune. You know, I tried really hard for 10 years and just about made enough money to get by, basically. And uh, so uh, in that time, I became pretty good at selling, selling things like my coaching services. I did exhibitions, sold equipment, you know, table tennis equipment and tables and also anything, <laughs> anything pretty much to get by. So I really liked selling. And when I finished, I got the opportunity to work for a company called World of Sport, who I helped to become the UK's number one sports promotion agency. So I did that for, I was working with them about 10 years. And then I set up my own business. I've been running my own marketing and sales agency, advising, training, and helping small businesses to become successful. And I've been doing that for 26 years. So I've worked with thousands of businesses in hundreds of industries, helping them to raise their game and, and get more and better results. Oh, fantastic. Wow. What a massive experience to go there. 26 old years. Over a quarter of a century. Absolutely. That is massive. Mm -hmm. Most of our audience are property-oriented people and also business-oriented people. And one thing I always say is wherever we are, it's a journey. You know, whatever, you know, whether you're trying to create, whether you're trying to create just about enough wealth or plenty of wealth or, you know, a massive, massive wealth for yourself. It's all a journey. And the journey can take place in five years, 10 years, 15, 20, regardless of a lot of time. It's a continuous journey. And as as we go on, you know, through our life experiences, we eventually get to where we want to get to. I mean, you've been in that industry where you've now helped a lot of individuals from selling anything to scale and, you know, grow their business. That's so massive. Now, Steve, when it comes to the mindset that helped you transition from a tennis player, a ping pong player, international level, you know, you didn't go to university to graduate and get a certificate. And now you've been very successful. And I remember having a conversation with you one time and you said, you actually train someone, giving them a strategy, and just within a short space of time, they scaled their business to about forty million yeah. in revenue. That yeah. is massive. So, how what was the mindset that allowed you transition, you know, from a ping pong player at an international level to not just be successful in your business, but now helping others do others, yeah. you know, massive, you know, sales in their business? What was the mindset? I I think uh, when I was really young, I got good very quickly. I started playing when I was 13 at table tennis. And by the time I was like 16, I was the best in my area. I was, you know, ranked very highly in in Yorkshire. And, uh, you know, I decided that, you know, to get any better, I needed to hang out with people who were really good. You know, I needed to have better standards, better people around me. And so I used to travel virtually every day to Manchester to play with players who were ranked in the top 
five, six in England, and one guy who was actually the European champion and ranked, I think, fifth in the world, certainly for a period of time. So it was the best thing I ever did, going and spending time around then. When I started in marketing, my attitude was right. Who's the best in the world? I don't want to go to university and learn from a, you know, a university lecturer who's on like, you know, I don't know, whatever they're paid, 80 grand, 100 grand a year. I want to go and find somebody who's like the world leading expert in this. And I want him to teach me or her to teach me. And that's what I did. And that's what I've been doing ever since then. So my attitude, the thing that got me good was not like that, you know, I was so great. It's just that I learned from great people. So I invested a phenomenal amount of money. And when I look back, I worked it out the other day. It's somewhere around about 150,000 pounds and over 20,000 hours I've spent learning from the best in the world in sales, in marketing, in business growth. And I still do it to this day, every day. I learn, I spend time learning more. And I think it's a great metaphor for anybody, certainly anybody involved in the property market. You know, stuff changes, doesn't it? You know, and we need to learn more. And, you know, obviously with your expertise, you're a great person to be able to teach and help people because you've done it yourself. So it's a really powerful thing, I think. Go and find somebody who's got what you want, do the same things, you get the same or similar results. That That's my model, really. Yeah, you know what? I just want to quickly bring out some few points that you said there during that conversation. You wanted to be the best. Yes. Because you were the best in your area, so you didn't stay in your area. Yeah. So you traveled over Yorkshire and you found the guy who was the best player, 15. Yeah ranking in the world yeah yeah, yeah. playing play with him so yeah. for me, that is a very massive lesson there because there you stretched yourself out of your comfort zone absolutely you I, I, always wanted to be the worst, I always wanted to be the worst player in the room when i was practicing you know i want to be practicing as people who are better than me not people who are worse than me yeah and, and you know so it's the same now i have exactly the same attitude somebody sends me an email saying, you know, I've got this great marketing course and, you know, I might be interested in that, but until and unless I know who they are and they can show me that, you know, I'm a leading expert, you know, I've got, I've got 5 million YouTube followers. Do you want to know how to do that, Steve? I'm going, yeah, I really want to know how to get 5 million YouTube followers. I think that's my attitude, really. Absolutely. Whatever we do in life, aim for the best. Yeah. Get started regardless and get perfect later. Set some big, big goals for me. People, one of the mistakes I think people make with goals, and I appreciate different people are different, but for me, you know, when I play table tennis, my goal was one thing, be world champion. Why would it be anything less? I just just couldn't get it, get it, you know. So I wanted to be the best in the world. I didn't get anywhere near that level, to be honest with you. But what I did get, because my aim was so high, like ridiculously high, I got a lot better than I would have done if my aim had been sixth best in England, which I did get to. Then I think I'd have got to be the sixtieth best. But because it was to be like the world's best, I put a lot more effort into it. You know, right now for anybody, you know, 
listening today, you know, set yourself some big goals. <laughs> that would be my advice anyway. And then push yourself as hard as you can to try and get there. And if you don't get there, you know, and you only get three quarters of it, you're still doing pretty well. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, you said about goals, setting bigger goals and massive goals, yeah. right? Giant goals. Now, from my experience, people tend to be very negative about mm, mm. You know, setting goals, wanting more, being very successful. And when you do become successful, people are very quick to support you. But when you're trying to set the goals, people are said to talk you out of it. Now, what would you say to anyone listening right now? We've talked about setting big goals and you change your network. Yep. You wanted to play with the big boys. So yep. what would be that lesson that you could share around, you know, people being negative about setting big goals? Well, you know, uh, I think on the positive side, I'd say, you know, if it's things like, you know, family and friends being, you know, saying, oh, you know, you don't want to do that, you know, and what happens if you fail and so on, you know, why are they doing that? You have to examine their motive. And really, it's probably because they love you and don't want you to fail. So, you know, I don't think you should like, not that, but at the same time, you know, you, you, you've got to take an understanding that they're doing it for that reason, but that shouldn't really detract from, you know, you saying and doing what you want, you know, having that goal. Because I think having the goal is the ultimate thing. And there's also some real value in thinking about how do you set goals? Well, I want to be a millionaire, right? Okay. Well, when do you want that then? What date? Give me a date. You I know, I that. want to be a millionaire by 2025. Love that. I want to be a property millionaire by 2025. Okay. Right. Well, what do you need to do to do that then? Because, like, you don't want to wake up in 2025 and go, oh, well, I didn't achieve that. What you want to see is, you know, in the next quarter, have you improved? Have you got more? What have you done? You know, and after a year, where are you now? Are you up to this level? Are you falling behind? Are you in front of your schedule? You know, one of the best sayings I think ever is that if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. So you've got to look at what you can do differently if what you're getting right now ain't getting you what you want. Does that make sense? Absolutely, absolutely. What you It's almost like same insanity, right? Insanity is, you know, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting... Definition, I think that was Einstein, wasn't it? Definition of insanity is doing the same thing again and again and expecting a different result. You know, one thing, I'm sure you know this and you've heard this many times, and that is one of the differences between successful people and those who aren't successful people is unsuccessful people think they know it. They know what to do. You know, any fool can invest in property, and a lot of them do. (laughs) But successful people realize, right, I'm going to invest in property. I need to find somebody who really knows what they're doing that can help me to take it to the next level. And obviously, I know that's what you do. And I think that's really 
key. So if you want to be successful, Tony Robbins, as some of you may know, Tony's like, you know, one of, certainly in the helping industry, which I'd consider both of us to be in. Tony's like the biggest, most successful coach, advisor in the world. He's like, you know, turns over, I think, four billion a year, you know, which is a little bit more maybe than you and I, I think. Absolutely. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You know, so he's doing quite well. And he has this little thing that he says, to be successful, you've got to, number one, know what you want, when you want it, and exactly what you want. Number two, then you've got to take action. You know, because a lot of people know what they want, but they don't ever do anything. You know, I want a house in the south of France, but I've done nothing towards that in the last 10 years. So A, you've got to know what you want. B, you've got to know, you've got to take action. C, and this again is really important, you've got to know whether what you're doing is working or not. Because if it's not working, then D, you've got to change your approach. You know, so number one, know what you want. Number two, take action. Number three, measure to see if it's working or not. And number four, change your approach. And Robin says that number five, and this is like the icing on the cake with this, and that is to model success, which is what we were saying a few minutes ago. Find somebody who's got what you want, do the same things, and you get the same results. That's exactly what I did with table tennis. I modeled the two, there was two real top players, both ranked very, very highly in England. One of them was world-class, one of them almost world-class. And I modeled them. I did the same things. I trained the same way, had the same attitude. I remember once thinking, like, John's eating beans on toast. That must be good. I'm going to have beans on toast for my lunch. The secret is beans on toast. I learned that that wasn't quite the best thing I could do. But when I was 16, I was impressed that he was eating beans on toast. I do remember that. (laughs) You know what? Funny enough, you say this. And it's just, you know, I say this all the time. Success, wealth, they all leave clues. You know? Yeah, absolutely. It's clues. Now, one thing I'd like to very quickly interject into this conversation now is how important, you know, can anyone listening right now connect wealth, creation, create success, and connect both together and give them the same definition? Because wealth, you know, most people say wealth is in money, wealth is in maybe your health. And also success also is in money and also success is in your, you know, your winnings. But they're both different, right? Yeah. But it means and takes, it's taking you to one destination. Now, how can the listeners, you know, transition their mindset into wealth, into success, and then hoping that the best can manifest you know, using, for example, your case study here, a table tennis player becoming someone who is helping a lot of business people to yep. get massive results and, you know, create wealth and gain massive success in their business. Yeah, I think the integration of them is a really interesting thing. Because if you, you know, you, you talk about success and for different people, that means different things. You know, I'm successful, I'm a millionaire. Or somebody else thinking, you know what, I'm really doing badly. I've only turned over 10 million this year. You know, so it's like, again, it comes back to what do you want? You know, Tony Robbins turning over 10 million, he's having a nightmare, you know, because he's turning over 4 billion, you know. So, you know, it's all relative. So, you know, again, it comes back to the goals. You know, from a marketing perspective, 
what success you want depends what marketing you need. And I'm sure from a property development, you know, depends where you want to be as to what your strategy is in terms of that. So success, it comes in all sorts of guises, really. And it's not just about money, as we all know, you know, being wealthy and seriously ill, you know, and having medical problems is not a good trade-off or having bad relationships because you're totally focused on money and you neglect your wife or your husband or your kids, that ain't a good deal, I don't think. So, you know, we got to get, I think balance in success is really important. But ultimately, if we're talking about wealth and getting more money in, my belief is around, I remember many years ago listening to a guy called Jay Abraham. At the time, he was pretty much recognized as the world's leading marketer. And Jay spoke about something he called multiple streams of income. Yes. And he said it's a little bit like in Italy with a Parthenon, and you've got this, this building that's supported by all those pillars. You know? And he said that's how to build wealth. So you might have have do you might have property as one, you might have a business, you might invest in stocks and shares and so on and so forth. So you might have multiple ways of creating that wealth. And then I think what I do and I think what you do is we're specialists in one particular area and we help people to get to improve the results in those particular areas. You know, I'm not an expert in what stocks and shares to invest. Absolutely. That's not my fit. I know nothing about that. You, you want help with that, you go and find somebody else. But if it's about developing a business and getting more sales into that business, then that's my expertise. And that's how I can help people. You know, that's how I help that company, as you mentioned, make forty-four million pounds in six months of working with me, which is still my record. Does that answer that? I hope it absolutely, does. At least absolutely, absolutely answer that. One thing I'd like to not go into very quickly is how important whether you're starting a business today or you started a year ago, or you're still in anticipation of getting started in business, how easy you know, to first, number one, work on your mindset. Yeah. Understand success. Understand wealth creation. And now, all right, understanding how to bring the wealth in through marketing because it's all well and good to master these other things I've just spoke about. Yeah. If you don't understand marketing, if you don't understand first, you need to market yourself and market your business the business is not going to come. Now, I deal with a lot of newbies. I deal with a lot of people who are maybe transitioning from nine to five to becoming a property investor. Most times, they don't understand they're starting a property business. They're thinking, I'm starting a property investment. I'm going to become a property investor. I said, the only thing that made me successful is not because I'm a property investor. It's because I am a property entrepreneur. Okay. A property businessman is different from a property investor. I like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So how important is it and how can you obviously help people to understand in order to be successful, wealthy, and then be able to market yourself in your business? How important to understand marketing? Well, I mean, sales and marketing, ultimately, I mean, it's just off the charts. It's everything. It is everything. And yet the biggest problem, I think, with 
When people start a business, they often start a business because of one of several reasons. It could be that they really enjoy doing what they do. So perhaps they've invested in a property. It's gone well. So they think, do you know what? I'm going to do this for a business. I'm going to, going to invest in that. Or, you know, another example is they start their own hairdressing salon because they've worked for 20 years as a hairdresser and now they want to do it for themselves. But the problem with both of those things is that they believe because they're good at doing the work that the business does, they believe that they can run a business that does that work. And it simply isn't true because really you need three key skills to run a business. You need to be able to do the work You need to be able to manage the money, the financial side of the business, and you need to be able to sell the stuff, you know, and without that, you know, you've not got a business and, and, you know, it's a real travesty. It's a terrible thing that 80% of people who go into business today will have gone bust in five years. Now, that's nothing to do with the, the, you know, COVID and all that, that, you know, that's been for the last you know, 25 years that I've been in business. I know there's been ups and downs in the economy. I'm sure that's varied a little bit. But the fact is, a phenomenal amount of people fail within five years because they don't manage the money. They don't understand the accounts. They don't really manage that side of their business well. And they've got an accountant who tells them how well they did 18 months ago, basically. And on the marketing side, they don't do much marketing or they don't really understand it. And so my sort of top two or three tips, if I may, to anybody starting out in business and and getting into marketing would be, firstly, you cannot manage what you do not measure. That would be my number one tip. If you're going to invest time, money, and effort in marketing, then make sure you measure your results. That that would be number one. Number two, I'd say, what low-hanging fruit is there? What could you do that's not going to cost any money? Things like, you know, if you ask me, what's the best form of marketing on the world right now, Steve? Even in this world of digital everything, I'd say without a doubt, it's still about word of mouth. Word of mouth or referral marketing, as us marketers like to call it, is definitely the best way. So, you know, who is there that you could ask to give you referrals that could recommend you to other people? Who do you know? Who are your low-hanging fruit, the people that you know, the people that you used to know, the people that you network with, all our sort of either close or loose group of people who could potentially recommend them? That is certainly where I'd recommend starting. The next thing I'd say is, you know, you need to get yourself out there. You know, even if you're, you know, thinking, well, you know, I'm going to be a property developer or a property entrepreneur, if nobody knows of you, you're probably not going to get as many deals as you could. You're not going to, you know, you've got to promote yourself as that, you know, and I know you've done a great job with your book. Why did you write a book? Because you want to position yourself as, as an expert in what you do. 
And by the way, writing a book is a great way of doing that. I've written four in my 26 years, just over 26 years now. And it's a great way of positioning you because you're considered an expert in it. And that's really powerful. So, you know, measure what you're doing. Look at all the things that you could do that don't cost money before you start throwing loads of money at it. And then thirdly, you know, get yourself out there, whether that's on social media, on your website, maybe doing some Facebook advertising, LinkedIn advertising, and so on and so forth. But that would be definitely step three once you've maybe made a bit of money from your initial network. You know what, Steve? Um, There's something I learned. It says when an expert speaks, you pay attention and you listen. Okay. So... You have done a fantastic job just going in there as the expert. And you see, I just kept quiet and I'm just listening. You know, and I hope every single one will get those tips and not get there. If you don't measure what you do, right, it's not going to lead to nowhere. No. Key no. point, all right? And also understanding, you know, that the same way you're going to invest in an accountant, you know, who's going to, you know, maybe go through your numbers the same way you need to understand what your marketing is, what your sales is. Yeah. And this is one of the things. Nobody knows you. Nobody's no. going to give you their property. Nobody's going to invest in you. No. And, you know, Steve just went in depth into that. And I'm just like, wow. You know, <laughs> when I started off in business, I used to have a meeting with my accountant once a year. Once a year, we'd get together. And he's the guy who's advising me about something I don't really know. Once a year, we'd have a meeting and he'd present his accounts telling me how well I'd done the year before. Nothing to do with what am I going to do going forward. Now, my accountant, I have a meeting with him every week. Absolutely. Only sometimes half an hour, 20 minutes, but I speak to him every single week. And that's the level of, you know, how often do people look? So an accountant told me that apparently the average business owner, when when the accountant sends them their annual return, they spend less than five minutes looking at it, sign it off, and then it goes to company's house. Because they don't understand it. They've just spent 1,500 quid on that. But they don't understand it. Most business owners cannot read a balance sheet. Absolutely. You know, funny enough, you say this. We've been existing now for the entire organization has been existing for just coming up to five years. And within those five years, I've founded several companies now. We have five companies you know, that I've now founded, all yeah, doing business stuff in property. Yeah. And just, I think, two years ago, we started having an accountant, or three years ago, we started having an accountant on the business that was overseeing the account on a weekly, almost like yeah. every three days. And very quickly, I transitioned now into now employing an in-house accountant who now works from the office and doing all the bookkeeping, doing all the accounting and filing to the superior accountant. And that is how you grow a business. Yeah, absolutely. And yet, you know, I don't know whether you watch, do you watch Dragon's Den? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think everybody's business watching <laughs> Dragon's Day. And people go on there every week, don't they? And they go, so what did your business turn over last month? They go, oh, I'm not sure. Um, um, what was the pro- Oh, I don't know what the profit was. No. And, uh, you know, what do you think you're going to They turn up to that. They're going to be on TV. And they're still not, I don't know whether it's even not bothered or don't understand that, you know, if they're trying to get an investment of 100000 pounds and get a dragon on board 
and they don't understand that you know they're going to want to know the numbers what you know show me the numbers tell me what this business is doing and what do you think you're going to be doing going forward and how you're going to do that that's basically what dragons wants that's what any investor wants and uh, and what we should want as as business owners i should be able to tell you Right, last month, last quarter, last year, this is what I turned over. We, you know, that was up 20% from the year before. And going forward in September, my target is to turn over this. Next quarter is that. And the next 12 months, that's what I'm going to try and achieve. And my ultimate goal is within five years, I'm going to be here. That's what a business owner should be able to A, know themselves, and B, tell anybody who, you know, it's appropriate to tell that to. Yeah, uh, like, absolutely. And if it's your weakness, get an expert into your team that understands it and that's paying full attention to your business. Yeah. You know? So that brings us to, we're almost going to be wrapping up this podcast. Okay. And just before we go, I know, you know, you've helped a lot of business entrepreneurs, Steve, you know, scale their business, get more resort, bring more income into their business through marketing. Now, for someone listening as a property investor, for someone listening, how can I, you know, market my business? Because in our way of investing as property investors here, one of the things we do is we constantly look into working with lettings agents. We yeah. constantly look into working with landlords. We're currently looking to work with, you know, business and successful entrepreneurs like yourself who's got, you know, the profit coming in, but they don't want to reinvest that capital into one one vehicle. They want to in, in, you know, invest into a different vehicle. How would you be able to help those people market their business, i.e. to the three uh, people I've just mentioned, the, okay. the lessons agent, the, the landlord, and someone who's got money in their bank and want to invest? Okay. So the three things that we do as a company is we train people what to do. So how to use LinkedIn to grow your business, how to do uh, Facebook, how to use YouTube, how to do digital marketing in general. So we do that. I also work as a coach advising people. So I have a group called the Results Accelerator Program that meets every Wednesday morning. People come on and ask me questions and so on and so forth. I'm just actually launching a program. Uh, it launched yesterday, which I just wanted to tell everybody about. And that program is called the Results Academy. And this is based on a, a video program. So people gain access to me 24-7 via video. There's currently 140 different training videos on there covering everything that you could possibly imagine, I think, in terms of sales and marketing advice and tips. And that will grow and change as the world of marketing changes. And that currently, as I said, we're in beta mode at the moment. It's going to be developed further. But anybody listening can gain access to that for £10 per month. Okay, so that is an absolute no-brainer. The return on investment from that, you know, it's hundred and twenty quid for the next year, is just. I mean, that that anybody starting up in business should be able to make between fifty grand and a hundred thousand pounds worth of new business, assuming they carry out the actions within the program. 
and it costs you £10 a month, so 120 quid for the year. That That's a no-brainer. The other thing that we do is we offer a service that we've called Done For You. So people who say, well, you know, I like the idea of that, but I don't know how to do it, then, you know, we can do it for them. So they're the three things, three things that we do. Just going back to give people a little bit of value in terms of what I think they should be doing. There are many things you could do to target those specific people. I'll tell you about a couple of them. So, for example, these are the types of things that either we could do for you, we could show you how to do, or you could just do it yourself. On LinkedIn, LinkedIn's got a really cool email marketing system and advertising system. The email marketing, you can say to LinkedIn, right, I want to send an email out to anybody who works in an estate agent who's got the job title of managing director, director, partner, or anything like that. And I just want to send them within this catchment area. So LinkedIn will say, for example, send it to those people who are in London, right? So the managing directors in London of that particular market. And they'll send them an email. And that email will cost you somewhere between about 25p and about 50p to send out. And so you set yourself a daily budget. Uh, I think it starts at about £10 a day. So let's say for easy reckoning, it's 50, it's 50p per email. It, it's not. It'll be less than that. But if it was 50p, that would mean it would send out 20 emails per day uh, for as long as you want, uh, spend as much money as you want. So that's a great way of getting in touch with, with those people. Now, alternatively, if you don't want to send out adverts, you could use the same criteria, um, but let's say landlords. So I want LinkedIn to send uh, an advert, uh, sorry, not send, that's the wrong word, to put an advert on LinkedIn and show it only to landlords in London. Anybody who's said that they are a landlord and they're in London, they get to see your ad. And again, it works on a pay-per-click basis. So that means that until and unless somebody who's a landlord says, hmm, yeah, I'm interested in that, and clicks on it, it costs you nothing. So you're advertising in a way for free, and you're paying for people to go to your website, assuming you've got a website or a, at least a landing page, somewhere they can get some more information. And that, again, works on a pay-per-click. So it might cost you like 25p for somebody to go to your website. You have a £10 budget. You get 40 people per day going to your website for 10 quid and see if that works. Now, uh, looking at the, the wealthy people, so if you wanted to target wealthy people, people with money to invest, you probably go over to uh, Facebook because its algorithm is more sophisticated than LinkedIn. So I can say to Facebook, right, I want people in London who are millionaires. So I can target people who somehow, don't ask me how, because I don't know, but I know I can target people who are millionaires yep. on Facebook. Or I could do it on LinkedIn and say, do you know what? I want to target people in London who are managing directors of businesses employing at least 500 people. 
you know, yeah. assuming that they're going to, you know, if they're, if they're at that level, they got, you know, they run a business, they own a business, they employ 500 people, they're going to be hopefully earning quite a bit of money. Uh, and if that wasn't enough, you could increase that to a thousand people. Only advertise the people who employ at least a thousand people who are in London, and we can do some advertising to those people. So, wow. you know, that's as targeted as you could get, I think. Wow. You know, wow. Thank you so much, Steve, for going very in depth in how to make marketing work. Good. And I'm, finding I'm, the right people that you're looking to work with. So, thank you for breaking that. That's absolutely fine. And and if people want to know more from me, if you go to steve-mills, that's M-I-L-L-S dot com, you know, you can contact me there and yeah, I'll see if I can help you. So Steve, it's been an amazing time spent with you on this podcast today. Uh, Again, I know you're a busy man and, um, you know, you spend this amazing hour with us. Um, And you've also shared how people can go and find and reach you through social media, through emails, and through your website. Just in closing, Steve, what would be your final words of advice or anything else that you'd like to share just before we go, Steve? Okay. Yeah, I mean, firstly, you know, thanks again, and thank you for your very kind words. And for some great questions as well. So uh, you can only give great answers if you ask great questions. So thank you for that. I suppose in summary, really, I'd say to anybody who's an investor, or considering being an investor, you know, to go for it, you know, just take action. It's important to have a plan. It's important to know where you're going. But a lot of people have got a plan that they never carry out. Yeah. You don't want to be one of them, one of those people that just hope one day. I think when we're sat in our rocking chair, you know, when we're 80 years old or something, you know, we look back and I think, you know, what we don't want to do is to regret all the things we didn't do, you know. And so, you know, you may think, you know, is now a good time? Well, you know, there'll never be a perfect time, that is for sure. The economy is going to go up, it's going to go down, it's going to change. And I'd say now is the right time for you. Get out there, go and take action, and you'll get some great results, I'm sure. Great, fantastic. So, ladies and gents, you heard it from the man himself, Mr. Steve Mills, a marketing strategy expert helping people 10x, you know, their income, you know, in their businesses. And I'm so super excited. I'm personally going to be working with Steve for my business to understand LinkedIn a little bit more and so many other marketing strategies. So make sure you go and reach out to him, see how he can help you 10x your income, bringing enough sales and bringing enough, you know, income through, you know, uh, helping your business grow. So Steve, thank you so, so much again for being here and uh, see you soon. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Property Wealth and Business Podcast. If you've been inspired, motivated, and you're looking into getting started in your property journey, building a mindset for success, and creating wealth for yourself, go and follow us on social media, on Instagram, LinkedIn. And also, if you're looking to get in coaching, mentorship, and you want to get your journey started and start building a mindset that can take you from being an ordinary person to become an extraordinary person, follow us on our website, make inquiries, make a booking. We'll be happy to help you get started in your journey. The website is www.propertywe.co.uk and I'm looking forward to seeing you soon. Take care.